in your corner, saving one investor at a time, working for clients, not companies, all while bullyproofing portfolios, totally committed to sharing academic truths about investing, always representing Main Street and not Wall Street. It's your Sound Money team, and this is the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. Hello and welcome to the Sound Money Investment Show at Brown Financial Advisors. I'm Greg Brown. And I'm Barry Parnell. And folks, we are a registered investment advisory firm. We're independent, not captive to a mothership. We have all the products in our bag. And we have a fiduciary responsibility to do what's in your best interest. So we're going to work for you as clients, not companies. When you schedule a visit, it's like having a cup of coffee with an old friend. No meter running. We'll meet on a complimentary basis as many times necessary to fully analyze your situation and come up with uh, what we call our retirement compass uh, to show you what your retirement's going to look like based on, on your particular uh, situation. Now, for your convenience, we do have multiple locations. Milford on the east side is our home office. Let's see you there. But if you can't make it that far, if it's something closer to Blue Ash, Westchester, or across the river in Florence, Kentucky. And imagine this. You're going to meet one or all three of the guys that you make a connection with over the weeks, months, and years, Greg Barry or James. And if you're no longer with a company, chances are, and if you have a, a, a company plan, like a 401K, 403B, TSP, uh, whether it's traditional or Roth, we can help you roll that out into a traditional Roth or a traditional uh, IRA, tax neutral. Take control of it. Invest it how you like it. We're not going to value you based on the size of your wallet or purse. Give us a call at 513-575-9654. Visit our website, brownfinancialadvisors.com. Email us. We'll answer every single one. Greg might have one or two that he'd like to talk about today. Team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. Call the studio right now. It's 513-749-5500. That's pound 550, AT&T Wireless. Greg. Tell right. us what's going on. Well, if you wanted to give the show today a title, you might just consider it why safety is so important for today's retirement. Conceptually, there's been this three-legged stool of retirement image or concepts introduced about 50 years ago, some wise man, wise person uh, in the industry, and it's taken on different uh, definitions a little bit here and there. But the three-legged stool that's broken today is a combination of you know, the compromise of where Social Security might be is one of the legs. The pensions of yesteryear that are a vast minority existing today is one of those potentially broken or wobbly legs. And then you have the third leg to keep it, you know, from falling over altogether and you with it and your retirement would be using properly your private investment resources to succeed on purpose. How much safety, how much risk, what blend in between with what purpose of money in mind. So today, you know, the big picture is we want to help, you know, bring the quote of hope for the best and plan for the worst to life for our listeners. And when you invest in risk, you need to invest for the good and the bad. You need to be prepared for not just the best, but what is the worst case scenario? Because somewhere between is going to be the reality. And if that reality is insufficient to hold you up, then there could be a problem. As they say, there's a problem. Houston. Our goal today is to make you think more and um, deeper about the hard-earned dollars uh, a little differently than you probably thought about them before. Some of you may already be planning ahead. It's great to do that. Uh, Others not. And many of us have gambled, say, at the casino. I don't actually go there, but, you know, there we know money's put at risk. Well, in stock, there's equity in a stock. 
you know, it's very doubtful stock goes all the way to zero. Whereas you go gambling with your money, well, it's kind of like you either win or you lose, not much in between. So we're careful about what you do, what we do when it comes to money. So the hard part of all this is knowing when to step away, take some of the gains off your table of investing over time, keep what's appropriate to be invested, invested all the time. But what if you go to uh, someplace and lose all of your money? Don't go there. Don't even think about going there. You don't have to with your retirement anyway. Um, Let's look at it this way. Going into your game of retirement with a game plan before making any decisions whatsoever, well, that's going to take some stress off your shoulders and it's statistically going to dramatically increase the probability and likelihood of success. So our goal is to help you start thinking about the game plan of retirement right now. And that's one of the... It's the most important milestone that you can put in front of yourself for life when it comes to you, your money, and retirement. And there are some questions that go along with this. Barry, let's go over some of the questions. Let's go over a few uh, thought-provoking questions that tie into today's show. What does a three-legged stool that Greg just mentioned of retirement consist of? Where are the few good options to invest my money in? Actually, there's more than a few, but uh, we're going to go over a few. Uh, are all bonds considered smart investment, or better yet, are all bonds created equal? Uh, what is reverse dollar cost averaging? How much of my nest egg should I have in the market when I retire? When do pensions first come about, and why are they less popular today? What is a fixed annuity, and what are the pros and cons? Should I avoid putting my money in bank products because they get little growth? When should I start changing my investments to prepare for retirement? What type of advisor should I look for to help add safety to my portfolio? Greg? Okay. So in looking at those, um, safety comes up repeatedly. You know, is the bank the right place for safety? Are there alternatives to safety? And, um, you know, I can think of safe way to lose money. Uh, what is that? Well, sometimes it can be bonds. So Barry just mentioned bonds. Bonds are considered safer, but there are times when the market value and value of your bonds go down. And if that's happening, well, if you sell them, someone else gets the opportunity to hold those to the yield to maturity, and they'll make more money off of your loss. So what? where is real safety to be found? If all of your money's at risk and it's all moving down and you're trying to live off of it too, that can make a pretty bad mathematical story to play out. And we're going to address some of that. What if um, some part of your money is in perfect safety, like a checking, savings, uh, money market, account, maybe CD, but it's earning little to nothing, and the rest of your money is losing in a bear market, and you're drawing down money in retirement? Well, that's, that's a dilemma. Mathematically, you're going to increase the likelihood you'll run out of money before you run out of life. But what we do as a company is that we review... And a second opinion of the health of your wealth, which is kind of like a phrase we coined here in the tri-state area more than a decade ago. And the color of money, green is I know so money. Yellow is, well, it's the properly managed money. Well, what's unmanaged money look like? We call it red. It's I hope so money. 401ks are filled with it. Brokerage accounts are filled with it. Do-it-yourself investors are holding it. There's not necessarily a repeatable, methodical process that you can count on being carried out and executed in some formulaic way to accomplish a better result. Still with risk, that's why we call it yellow money. You know, it's still cautionary. It's not green. It's not safe. But do you know the color of your money? Do you know your actual risk? You can go to our website right now, brownfinancialadvisors.com, 
and at the top it has a green button that says get your risk score. Just click on that button. 11 questions later, you'll have a number. That number will associate to a range of risk. It will email us and show us that number, some information about you to then reach out to you and share with you some recommendations that are like bolted on appropriately as the investment style or investment solutions based on the risk that you just scored. Now, the risk score that you might arrive at is something you need to be very cautious of and deeply consider. Whether it's a bull market, bear market, somewhere between, and you've had a good time with investing and it seems like it's just been going, going, going great, well, that eventually will stop. We all know it. Where will that leave you? What investments you're holding? We'll do an MRI. We'll actually look and x-ray those investments, see what you're holding, the redundancies, the additional expenses, the spreads, fees, margin loads that are weighing you down. And when it comes down to your true risk versus the risk of what you're holding, you may find they're quite different. We find it every day, every day. We see this. You need your investments to be in line with your risk for better or for worse through that marriage of future markets. So, Barry, some things to share with folks before we take our first break here. Well, you need to be proactive in in, in your retirement. And uh, let's talk about, uh, well, should we get into the three-legged stool? That's, That's a little bit. No, it's just, here's what you need to know. Just give us a call at 513-575-9654, 575-9654. You will receive, in, in two meetings together, that's all we ask for, a little bit of your time uh, with us and our time with you, and we'll produce the following. First meeting, we'll review all of the facts about you and where you are, how you're investing, your goals, your objectives, your risk. Then in the follow-up, we'll take all of the findings we have. We'll share all the recommendations that we have to share with you. We'll show you exactly how would we invest, what changes we'd make, what things you might keep, all in a plan, a complimentary plan that will be yours to take. It's complimentary. That means uh, no obligation, no cost, and you will now then have an actionable plan to move forward with. So give us a call, 513-575-9654, visit us online at brownfinancialadvisors.com. There's a lot there on-demand seminars that you can look at and review, too. And uh, when we return, we're going to continue with why safety is so important for today's retirement. You're listening to the Sound Money Investment Show right here on 55KRC. The talk station. Opinions expressed are solely those of Brown Financial Advisors and should not be interpreted as specific advice. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified investment advisors prior to implementation. Market-based investments involve risk and past performance is no guarantee of future results. Insurance-based investments offer guarantees based upon the claims-paying ability of the issuing company. All insurance, tax, and mortgage services are offered through Brown Insurance and Tax Advisors. LLC. Brown Financial Advisors and Brown Insurance and Tax Advisors are affiliated companies and may only transact business in those states in which registered or were otherwise legally permitted. Welcome back to Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm Greg Brown. And I'm Barry Parnell, and we're an independent registered investment advisory firm, and therefore we have a fiduciary responsibility to do what's in your best interest. So you come in to visit by calling 513-575-9654. We're going to Work for you as clients, not companies. And for your convenience, we have multiple locations, Milford, Blue Ash, Westchester, and Florence, Kentucky. And as I said many times on the show, if you're no longer with a company or if you still are with a company and you're over 59 and a half, a lot of plans will allow you to do what's called an in-service rollover. Take control of your traditional Roth 
or your 401k Roth, 401k IRA, and, and take control of it and roll it out. It's tax neutral. Give us a call at 513-575-9654. Okay, so to continue our discussion, um, we think it's a good idea to be proactive when you start planning for retirement. Better late than never. So we can help you stay on track and, and minimize the worriness you might have. And we're going to talk about the three-legged stool. Oh, well, the three-legged stool is really a metaphor, and it came around in, right around 1949 from uh, a speech by a gentleman made it. At, uh, he was an actuary with an insurance company, and uh, it was a very good speech. He talked about the three-legged stool. What's it stand for? Well, the three legs, pension, Social Security, and personal savings. That's all your retirement, money in the bank, things like that. Uh, a lot of people will consider it's only two legs now, but we'll get into that in a little deeper. To some people, uh, it may, but for the most part, the three-legged stool is broken, Greg. Uh, we're going to talk how it's broken. For example, pensions. A pension is considered a defined benefit plan that provides an employee an income stream upon retirement, which your em- employer has paid for. So they haven't really contributed to it. Uh, the first corporate pension in the United States started back by the American Express Company in ni- or 1875, a long time ago. By 1950, though, Greg, about 25%, nearly 10 million Americans of the private sector workforce had a pension. And a quick 10 years later, or a short 10 years later, in 1960, about half the private sector workforce had a pension. Now, and by 1998, however, about 60% of employees had a pension. As you can see, pensions was a thriving part of retirement. But tell us about the current, Greg. Well, yeah, you fast forward to the end of 2015, only 20% of the Fortune 500 companies offered any type of defined benefit pension plan to new employees, and that is continuing to decline. So drop as it may, well, what's plan B? Well, many employers are offering 401K or other types of defined contribution plans. Kind of chuckle at that because what did that do? It set folks up for tax-trapped money. Let the companies off the hook for providing the pension, the certainty in retirement. What do you get? A 401K to replace it? Sounds good. You put some in. They put some in. It's called contributions in their matches. If they match. If they match. And if you're fortunate enough to see, you know, an example, maybe up to 6% of what you save, they may match. But all into a bucket of money that's never been taxed before. Don't know the future tax rates. So we call that tax-trapped money. That's why we're very, very clear in our practice and in the planning process that if you contribute up to the amount that they'll match, then it's a good thing. Take the free money. Beyond that, invest in your private savings plan. Invest in your private investment and retirement strategy plan. Whatever you can afford to save, go ahead as take-home pay. Maximize your Roth. Maximize your other tax-friendly or tax-free savings strategies, and there are many. Uh, little known, but if you're 10 years or further out from retirement, there are more ways to attain a tax-free retirement than just a Roth. You ought to come in and see us about that. Social Security, the other leg that Barry mentioned. Well, Social Security, today's world, the leg's starting to have some question marks by it as well. In other words, the leg's, well, damaged, slightly damaged. Um, Pensions are significantly damaged. Social Security, Medicare, boards of trustees, the uh, projection forward, it says that... The projection of depletion of the Social Security 
funds would be 2037. Now that year, it changes back and forth in what degree or what percentage, and it could be re remedied uh, through a meeting of you know, Congress getting together with the executive branch, coming up with some decisions, delaying retirement, you know, changing the amount of withholdings, all kinds of ways to get that to sustain itself. But broken, yes, it's, it's damage to broken, it is. If no changes are made, literally, payroll taxes that are still being paid by the younger workers will be enough to fund about 80% of the scheduled benefits come 2037. So it's going to be compromised quite a bit per the current projections to 2037. So as you can see, pension and Social Security legs are hurting. So talk to qualified financial professionals such as us about maximizing Social Security benefits, maximizing pension benefits, looking at should you take a lump sum or the pension, uh, a combination of both. We can help with all forms of what are otherwise called foundational investment resources of the legs of the, well, move forward with some personal savings, Barry. That's right. Personal savings, the third leg in, to, in today's world, it's the most important leg. Uh, this is the main leg, likely a form of 401k, defined contribution plan, unlike the defined benefit plan. Uh, today, the majority of employers offer these plans to their employees to allow them to save for retirement. Now, there's also outside of em employer plans like the traditional IRA, 401k, or CDs, or FIAs, fixed index annuities, things like that. Once the employee retires, they now have this nest egg, which, as Greg mentioned, most of it is tax deferred or tax trapped because you're going to fully pay taxes on it. Pensions and Social Security are two legs that provide you an income upon retirement, and that makes personal savings still a lot less pressuring if you're lucky to have those. Uh, well, most people have Social Security if you're lucky to have a pension. However, if you have no pension and Social Security benefits are reduced, how much pressure do you think that is weighing on your personal savings, your retirement nest egg? The point here that you need to understand is that the three-legged stool of retirement is broken in today's world, and it's very important for you to build a plan that will help you live comfortably, hopefully a, a decent or the same quality of life that you did while you were working. Yeah, just if we sound slightly distracted today, it sounds like a jackhammer is going on around this studio and uh, makes for a good illustration nonetheless. Uh, life life can cause you to be distracted and not take care of the things you should do and improving and uh, modifying and enhancing. And sometimes it can get to the point like this jackhammer sound. Um, you have to tear some things down, break them up before you rebuild them and build them in a better way. Sounds and, like a financial uh, plan. <laughs> it does in a lot of ways. If you're on track for something that's not working, and, and you pretty much know it in your own heart, whatever reason it might be, there's little to no excuse not to do something about it. It's time to go down to the foundation, you know, the, the basement and work back up. So in our Mayo Clinic of Financial Services world, um, at Brown Financial Advisors being holistic, tax advisor, investment, insurance, financial planning, estate planning is all brought together in one big way. And, and that way is just for you. So reviewing what you currently have, understanding better what your objectives are. What are your sources of future Social Security, pension, if you're a teacher, uh, police, fireman, et cetera? Um, what about your personal resources, your private investment dollars? Are they on track? What role will they play? Hey, can you buy another Social Security check? Uh, there's a way to actually do that in a way. You can buy another fully insured, guaranteed form of paycheck coming into your household by some of your dollars going that direction, and then you can invest some of the rest and uh, whatever risk is appropriate, and you won't have the dependency 
on that particular money. But the concept of um, look at dollar cost averaging versus reverse dollar cost averaging, very important concept you need to understand. Dollar cost averaging, many people in their 20s, 30s, 40s, even 50s might be familiar with the term dollar cost averaging during the accumulation phase of preparing for tomorrow. For example, let's say you put away $200 a month in your 401k or defined contribution plan while you're working. Well, during the periods when the market is up, that $200 buys you less shares of a particular fund. However, yes, when the market's down, uh, the $200 will buy you more shares of that particular fund because it's at lower cost while down. Now, Barry, we see folks will, they'll take their contributions and they get the plan, everything's going well, and then you hit some volatility and they'll, they'll call and stop their contributions. Which is the worst thing you can do. It is the worst thing. They think they're preserving their money because the last $200, let's say in this example they put in, it's, it's kind of disappeared. The market pulls back X percent. And in their minds, they lost the 200 George exactly. Washingtons they just added. And that's just not true. You just hurt yourself more than the market ever could. That $200 joins all the other George Washingtons already in that progress of party or party in progress. They're all stirred together, see, and they're just doing what they do. They're moving up and they're moving down. And when you're adding more money on the down, they're buying more value of more equities at lower cost. And all that moving average, it needs its ups, downs to cut the carpet diagonally and growing your assets over time. It all works together in the average. You have to have two or more things to, to average together to have an average. That's right. And if you're taking the contribution and you're stopping it, you're missing the buying in the ups and the other partner in that dance is the buying in the downs. You're, you're just killing the mathematical average. So anyway, just so you know, dollar cost average makes great sense. And it always does while you're accumulating in good and bad markets. Not when we just come good back, markets. we'll talk about reverse dollar cost. Very cost important. Average. Reverse dollar cost average. When we return and we're talking about how to be safer for retirement to succeed on purpose, the Sound Money Investment Show right here on 55KRC. The Talk Station. Sound Money Investment Show at Brown Financial Advisors. I'm Greg Brown. And I'm Barry Parnell. We are a registered investment advisory firm. We're independent and we have a fiduciary responsibility to do what's in your best interest. So when you come come in for a visit, we're going to work for you as clients, not companies. We'll meet as many times necessary, usually two or three times, to fact find exactly what your situation is so we can analyze it and complete a personalized income plan. We have multiple locations for your convenience, Milford, Blue Ash, Westchester, and Florence, Kentucky. You're going to meet one or all three of the guys that you make connection with over the weeks, months, and even years sometimes, Greg Barry or James. We're going to value you. We are not going to value you on the size of your wallet or purse. And as always, we can help you roll out that 401K, 403B, TSP, some kind of company plan tax neutral into a traditional IRA or Roth, depending on the situation, so you can take control of it and invest it how you want to. Give us a call at 513-575-9654. Visit our website, brownfinancialadvisors.com. If you scroll about halfway down, you're going to see six readiness modules to test your retirement readiness. Take the quiz. See how ready you are. Send us over an email. We will answer it. Email. It's at Team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. Call the studio right now at 513-749-5500, pound 550 on your AT&T wireless. Now, before the break, Greg was talking about dollar cost averaging. Well, how about reversed 
dollar cost averaging. What is that? Well, simply put, it's the exact opposite. Instead of putting money away each month, now you are taking money. You're in retirement. You've accumulated. Now you're taking. Now, when you retire and need an income to live off of, this is a popular way people help to live. So instead of putting $200 in away each month, like they did for many years, I hope, now they need, let's say, $1,000 a month to help supplement their other sources of the cash flow buckets. You know, that since you know about that three-legged stool in retirement, it is sometimes and oftentimes, Greg, broken. Yes, and um, uh, there's, there's an email. You're right. Of course, one comes through. Her name is Sue. Sue asks, well, is there a better way than the contributions approach or dollar cost averaging? And actually, Sue, it's a good question. I don't know if we, we sounded like we were questioning if it is or isn't a good thing. No, it's truly a good thing. What we're questioning is being inconsistent with your contributions or even stopping them just because you, uh, you know, psychologically are feeling some fear, apprehension about the market and changes. Uh, and during the break, we were actually discussing during accumulation prior to retirement, let's say in that example that we had given $200 a month and you're just contributing and being very consistent, you're buying into the market, highs, lows, everywhere in between, and you're getting a nice working average, dollar cost average. What if you made a pact with yourself and your advisor and vice versa that you would never stop making your contributions during your accumulation phase no matter what? <laughs> okay, and that example of 200 a month, Great. Sign here. We just both both made a pact with each other. What if we amended that and modified it more positively to the following? In fact, would you not actually ever stop your contributions to 200 a month, even in times where you're afraid or the market's negative? You would actually increase it by 100. And people can do this. Oftentimes they say, I can do 200 a month. They really could do three, but they're not sure they want to commit the full three, so they go with two. Well, that same person then, if they would commit to add the extra 100 and do 300 while the market's down or moving down, and then go back to the 200 when it bottoms out and continues to move upward, you'd be amazed at the math on that. But as Barry introduced, this other phenomenon, it's the uh, reverse the reverse dollar cost averaging. Now, before we get an email saying, do you think that's negative? No, we don't think that's negative. It's just reality. In fact, it's about the best math you can apply on undoing it over time. The dilemma is how much you're taking in retirement versus adding in contribution. Uh, if you're adding 200 a month on contributions in accumulation phase, but now in retirement, you're needing to take out more like a thousand a month. You can see that that's kind of like a uneven scale. So we better have done a good job on our investing over time and contributions together, according to a plan. And is there a better way, like by taking a certain amount each month out? No, but that doesn't change the math that none of us can control. And that is the uh, sequence of returns. Returns can hit you hard in the first few years of retirement. They could hit you a couple years along the way. And each of these years could be years you're taking money out. So let's give you an example of how reverse dollar cost averaging can go wrong. Okay. You're, you're not doing anything wrong. There's no like better way. There are sometimes better investments. However, let's say you built a nest egg of approximately $300,000 that's sitting all in the stock market. You decide you need approximately $1,000 a month to live comfortably in retirement, which is 12000 per year. Now, that equates to a drawdown of 4% a year on that $300,000 nest egg. And it seems like this should be pretty modest as long as your nest egg continues to grow, right? On average, well, average means good years, bad years. So what if the market drops while you're drawing money from the account? And let's say the market just down 
you know, and it, it waves up and down. Let's say it hasn't even lost money per se. You're just, your holdings are down 20% in some year. In this case, make it the first year. And you're taking 4% from that account, your retirement account. At the end of year one, your 300000 drops all the way down to $230,400. Now, moving forward, you have to draw out what? To get the same 12000 a year, you're up to 5.2% of 230400 to get your 1000 a month, 12000 a year. Okay? And in year two, you get the same income that way. Now, if you had a few bad years in the market, this could completely dwindle your nest egg. Now you have a few options left. Oh, boy, it came to this. Yeah, number one, continue taking your withdrawals with the same possibility of running out of money. Number two, reduce the amount of income you're taking from your nest egg to try to soften the blow and slow down this demise, altering your lifestyle. Or number three, stop taking income from that bucket of money altogether and significantly, in fact, really change your lifestyle. Put your life on hold, I suppose. So how do you stop this from happening? Well, the market just works out better. Now, we have really good investments and strategies, but they're not bear market immune, not if they're market risk. To get the gains, you have to be in the game to take some of the downside and the upside on the appropriate risk basis. Maybe you're geared and wired to be able to handle 10% down on your journey to make 20% in a good year and average, say, 7% year over year. That still doesn't mean there aren't some of those negative years and at the same time you're taking money from your account. So just keep that in mind. There are solutions, but your brokers would make your broker. They don't offer those solutions. You'd be a market investor all the time, and this math can very well be your reality because you don't know the future. We don't either. They don't either. But they would, they would know this math is true. They can work against you if you're not planned better and invested better for this situation. That's why every week we might mention that, you know, it's the same reason you don't go see a pediatrician anymore. You need to leave Wall Street's advisors and come to retirement and investment and client-based advisors who work for you, doing things with you rather than to you. Whichever option might be, none of those three options just given, um, keep taking it and dwindle it, take a little less and dwindle it slower. Or number three, just stop taking it, give it a breather and live on less, a bunch less. Those don't sound like good options, Well, they don't need to be your options if you're in the right balance plan. But if you swear you have to be in the market all the time, then you are susceptible to this bad math that will happen. It's just a matter of time. If you're a balanced investor, like we like to have balanced investment plans for our investors, you'll have some money that won't be exposed to downside, some money that is exchanged for the reward. And you blend those together and you solve for most of this. In fact, if we plan your income with certainty, properly insured, like you do your home, your body, your house, you can insure your investment dollars that produce your income. You can have guarantees of income for the rest of your forever. And then invest the rest of the market because the market continues to go up and down. And you happen to, uh, you don't time the market perfectly, then this can be a method that can go awry. But you can't time the market predictably and successfully over time. It proves it over and over again. You have to be in the market and you have to be wisely positioned in the market and or tools that will make you succeed, help you succeed on purpose. Yeah, I've asked many times, Greg, to our listening audience, what's wrong with a balanced attack? We always look at that for every client to see. It doesn't apply to maybe not 100%, but almost everybody, a balanced attack. Which half, Greg, of your money do you want to lose? I only want to risk about half, <laughs> okay. Barry. I don't want to lose any, but if you can help me succeed. I mean, that's the answer, and that's what he's getting at. A balanced attack, Barry. 
when we, you know, when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about smart investment vehicles, some alternatives. Greg? Yes, and you're listening to the Sound Money Investment Show right here on 55KRC. The talk station. Welcome back to Sound Money Investment Show, Brown Financial Advisors. Now, today's topic, we're working on why safety is so important for today's retirement. Now, you're about to learn more why. We talked about dollar cost averaging, good way to contribute, accumulation phase, but distribution phase, paying yourself back with your own money, things change. Best way to take your money is truly dollar cost reverse. Yeah, that's a good smooth way, but it doesn't solve for all the complications, mathematical and statistical problems that can happen if you're not careful, the balance plan is where we left off. The balance plan is where you should seriously consider being. Barry, what are some alternatives, some smart ways? Well, now that um, based on your in the last break, we talked about the volatility of the stock market. Now that you understand the effect that that can have on your nest egg, many people have a majority of their money in the stock market that we see, Greg, and as they are working so that it can grow. And that is exactly probably what a lot of people should have uh, or the balance attack that, that Greg's going to mention here in just a moment. But um, many people also have the majority of their money as they get into retirement and stay in retirement in the stock market. And that might not be the best place where it should be. Simply put, because they do not uh, recognize the mindset change and the different needs of their investments of you don't want to run out of money before you run out of life. So. Upon retirement, most people still want growth, but they have to understand the importance of a balanced attack with safety as well. You need to start thinking about ways to protect your nest egg so you don't run out of money in retirement. Now, we're not saying all your money. Uh, Usually 50-50 is a good way to start, but that's not necessarily the case for everybody. Every situation's different, and trying to create a proper balance on your, your retirement nest egg can be tough. Uh, So we encourage you to find out by coming in, giving us a call at 513-575-9654, scheduling a visit, complimentary. um, So we can continue to discuss the safe uh, investment vehicles that's out there today, Greg. So imagine half of your retirement dollars are in a vehicle that would provide half of the returns of the S&P 500 as an interest credit. Half of the return. So if the market, the S&P was up 10, you would have an interest credit of 5% posted. If the S&P in the U.S. market or the markets globally at large went down 10%, that half of your money would not lose a penny. So 5% less of the upside in this example, zero of the downside. Now, on the other half of your money, if you were up 10% in the S&P and you received the full 10%, well, great. That, that part's yours. Well, what about when the S&P 500 goes down 15%? Ouch. On half of your money, you'd be down 15. Hmm. What if all your money's in the market? You were up 10, now you're down 15. You can see you need time to average positively because in that example, you're not averaging anything but negatively. And this this is a psychological factor we run into all the time. When markets have been generally good or doing well for a season, uh, people get in a mindset of they're they're a little more greedy and don't realize it. They're, of course, they're wanting good and growth. Well, risk can be good, but you also need to be careful taking on the risk. Think about it. When you're taking a risk, what are you hoping for? 
Well, more than likely, you're hoping for the best outcome. Well, of course. But are you prepared for the worst? Often people take on risk without planning for the worst. And that is where they can really hurt themselves. Because when it comes to planning for retirement and investing your hard-earned dollars, you're probably hoping for the best, but we want you to be prepared for the worst. And so in that example where you're 50% participating in the upside of the market, another 50% you're participating in the upside of the market, but on the half the money that can't go backwards, you stir that together, you're reducing significantly your downside, and you're still participating in a solid average to the upside, and you've improved your outcomes for retirement, which is different than accumulation. Distribution phase retirement needs a different strategy. Wall Street will let you go broke, people. It's our job not to let that happen and or, you know, it has the cute phrases like, you know, don't outlive your money. Yes, that's just like saying, you know, people say life insurance instead of death insurance. Death insurance doesn't sound all that attractive. attractive. Well, sometimes these are hard truths, too. And we are in your corner on this. So let's look at, um, in particular, fixed annuities, fully insured investments, not variable annuities. If you have a variable annuity, please, please come in and let us look at this more carefully. It's mutual funds wrapped in the insurance. Your value can and will go down. It will go down. I'm not even a profit. I have no crystal ball, but I can assure you this, that variable annuity is going down because the market goes down, and that's all it is, the market wrapped with a, a mask of some form of insurance. Well, the real deal on fully insuring against downside of markets is in the fixed and fixed index annuity side of the world. It's an insurance company based contract. You purchase it. The fixed annuity is just simple interest and term like a CD. You hold it three years. Uh, currently you have rates of 3.10 tax deferred better than a lot of bank CDs. You hold it five years, 4.10 better than a lot, a lot of, you know, bank CDs, but five years, you get a certain interest year over year. You can take the interest and spend it. You know, 5% penalty free is more liquid than a bank CD. So there's, there's a happy place for that kind of investor too. But the fixed index annuity, that allows you to get paid based on the participation of an index like the Dow, S&P. There are some proprietary indexes. There's the, um, you know, uh, NASDAQ. They're out there. So what does that mean? You participate and get so much of the upside of that index with none of the downside risk. Well, what if you want some guarantees of income too, not just a safe way to grow your money? Well, there, there are several choices out there, but one um, kind of grouping of products, several of them that run in this herd, have current indices where they'll, they'll um, safely allow you to participate in uh, 50% of the S&P's upside. Again, none of the downside. If you put an income rider on it, some companies charge for riders. Some companies build it in. They kind of bake it in. Well, an example of that would be each year you hold the product, you would have 4% added to your income value which is just a value that's going to be used to calculate your guaranteed income for life, kind of like buying a Social Security check or having a self-funded pension. Several years go by. The market's down. How much of your money do you lose? None. If your income rider is going to be used for an income paycheck for life and the market's down, how much is that down? None. It's actually up 4% in the example I just gave you. Several companies have 4% guaranteed they'll post to that account every year. Well, is that all they'll post? No. If your account grows because the S&P is up and it's more than 4% growth, your participation rate, your growth is greater, it'll, be, it'll post more than the 4%. It's called guaranteed 4% or growth, whichever's larger. Now, no writer fees, no investor fees or, or um, advisor fees, okay? 
There are reasons why Wall Street can't stand some of these instruments, but I'll just leave it at that. You need to decide if you want protection against bad math, the uh, reverse dollar cost averaging phenomena, this sequence of returns that can take wealth away from you while you're also trying to pay yourself. If you use that on all your money in full retirement, I assure you this, that we don't know how it's going to turn out. If you plan with us the way the plan is to be in a balanced methodology, we can layer in a great deal of assurance and we can rely upon a good deal of insurance. And that's what insurance is about, isn't it? Providing certainty. You're pretty sure your house burns down and you have homeowner's insurance. Your house will be rebuilt. Well, this is the same too for the retirement house. We don't want it to burn to the ground either. Barry, thoughts? And st- staying at this disclosure based on the claims paying ability insurance company. Some other phase uh, safe instruments not near is, is uh, potential upside, like tre- treasury securities, essentially a loan uh, that you can, you can buy online or th- through brokers. Treasury bills called T-bills, where you can actually buy them at a discount, like a $1,000 T-bill might cost you nine ninety until it matures. Treasury notes really is the reverse, where you may pay more or the face value, depending on the demand. And, of course, treasury bonds are the longest term, 10 to, to 30 years, and you can hold them to maturity, uh, potentially lose money on the sale. Greg? Yep. Avoid those downsides as much as we can. Smooth it out and get certainties of income. If you can have the certainty of income, then you can afford to invest in different forms of risk on different parts of your money, and you'll be just fine. When we get involved in security, treasuries, treasury bills, treasury notes, and bonds, you know, it's all about duration. And like everything else, it's like, well, isn't it really about the characteristics that you need as a result that you should use the tool and tools that are best suited for that result and set aside all bias and noise and, um, you know, just things we think to be true, but we don't know until we try it. How many doers do you get in retirement? How many decades that can go bad over the next 20, 30 years of retirement can you afford? Just some thoughts. Call us. We will help you. That's right. You just don't know. On behalf of Greg Brown, James Boyd, myself, the Kentuckian, Barry Parnell, thanks for listening today, folks. Have a great week. And remember this, sound money, where good things are believable, achievable, and true for you. 